Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast. Proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. Our mates at supercoachchampion.com and our friends at Gummy Fuel. Whether you're playing sport, feeling under the weather, or, or recovering from a big night, our electrolyte gummy bears will help you feel hydrated. Hit them up on Facebook, Instagram, or www.gummyfuel.com.au. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo-choo! That's right, Corey. The Bombs Express is back. And, well, we fucked up last week, Corey. Well, I did anyway, because league games will start this weekend. So before we preview that, and before you tell us where we are on the socials, Corey, let's introduce the third fuckhead of this team, and his name's Bretta. G'day, guys. It's everybody's favourite fuckhead, Bretta, over here. uh, (laughs) It's good to be back. I've made my second out of the three podcasts since the season started. So, you know, my percentages are well up on last year. Uh, lots to talk about it, but yeah, as Bonfa said, Corey, social media, where can people find us? Uh, on Twitter and what's the other platform? Patreon at SC Elites. Find us on Facebook, watching SoundCloud, and hopefully one day again, YouTube at Supercoach Elites. Boys, 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 we're getting into the, the heated end. Now, Bonfs, I'll give you a little bit of credit. You weren't, you weren't utterly incorrect, because if you're in the 10-man league, the games did start last week. Yep. But I, I just think I've missed Brett too much around here, mate, because I've started just agreeing with you a little bit too much and, you know, didn't even fucking pull you up on that stupid comment you made last week. Just let you try and correct me. Um, but games, head-to-heads do start this week, so perfect for the likes of us who play for uh, league rather than overall and um, plenty to talk about today. How did we score, boys? What did we score? What trades did we make last week? We'll start with you, Bombs. How'd you go? Um, well, I went uh, danger to um, to Dusty. That was my actual move that I made last week, and um, I think what I scored this week was pretty bad. It was two 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 one. But anyway, it has me uh, sitting eleven thousand and a half overall. Not too bad, brother. I uh, made the one move as well. Went Oliver Henry to Chadley Warner, and didn't go too much better than Bombs. But as you know, usual, I did go better than Bumps, and I scored 22-77. So, yeah, how, how'd you go, Corey? How was your week? Did you hold Dangerfield? Or you didn't yeah, I held Danger. No, I got him held. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, well, look, I didn't end up trading. Um, I was adamant that I was moving Dangerfield. Had a wedding on Friday night. Had a bit of a nap at Crown during the day, Friday Arvo. Woke up, was late to get in the Uber to the wedding, so I rocked up late to the wedding event in the evening. Uh, started getting on the source and completely forgot to trade because for some reason I was waiting to see if Titch was named and that didn't happen to Saturday night. And Next thing I know, I'm two hours into the night, blind drunk, and still got Dangerfield in my team. But what a blessing in disguise that's been uh, with the Nat Fife. And I've checked all my league opponents this week and they've all got Fife too and I started without him. So I think holding Danger is actually going to serve me in good stead. In saying that, fucked me up big time because Dangerfield would have been out. Tom Mitchell was coming in. I would have fielded Titch, and instead, I had to play Dom Tyson on the field this week. So I dropped a dismal 21-1-3, um, and sitting at a fucking shithouse rank of 33,000. So, take it from me. I mean, well, Hold on. To field Dom Tyson, that has to have meant that you've started the season with him. No. No, I traded him in after round one because I thought his fucking first week was absolutely flawless. Oh, no. Hey, now, Brett, you've heard this stuff, but I think the listeners want to hear it. You know, Dom's, Dom Tyson's break-even is 73 this week, and his total what's score... What's his score combined in the first his, two weeks, Bumper? His total score across the first two weeks, Brett, has been 70. So... Oh, he's a lock. He's a lock. <laughs> now, boys, now, Bumps, you've heard the story last week. I did call Dommer. 
Um, I've <laughs> and now, he went even shitter. Bro, I've blocked him. I've blocked his <laughs> number in my phone. I've removed any form of communication with any family members of the Dyson, uh, yeah, the Tyson family. I have unfollowed his golf page. <laughs> and it is safe to say that if that cocksucker's name comes across my desk anytime soon, well, we're going to have some words. I am absolutely ropeable to the community. I'm sorry that um, Bretta wasn't here to come and talk you out of it because Bonfs was backing me during this whole time and a big Dom Tyson fan. So uh, I apologize. The hate mail that I've received in the Patreon isn't very good to the point where I've had to leave the Patreon. Brett, I don't know if you know this. Um, death threats. In the Patreon about Dom Tyson. So, uh, Dom, you've screwed my life up. And if you think it's, you know, AFL players getting messages about missing, um, you know, fucking goals and same game multis and things on the weekend, mate, try getting try getting death threats for backing you out on that footy field. You're an absolute hey, disgrace. It's all I can I Can I give you a round of applause, though? Because, um, yeah, you might be like, once well, I give me a round of applause. Oh, I because, actually am um, seriously wondering why I'd well, be getting because, a round of applause. Well, because one of our uh, paid leagues that we made, we made a um, you know money league with some of the Patreon members there, Corey Ten Man League, and Mister No Legs Pistorius, that's what he's known as, um, actually took your advice and started Dom Tyson, and so it just gave me a handy fucking percentage uh, <laughs> boost to start the year. So I was welcome. fucking over the moon with that one. Yeah, well, we look, we did have a chat, and it was all about boosting your ranks up this year. So I did go and throw a couple of names under the bus so people would go start them. And Tom Phillips being another one. Um, no, so. Fucking peanut too. Uh, he had 24 touches, but Oh, yeah. I told you, i got a team of players who can't kick. Tim Taranto, Tom Phillips. i got a player who can't touch the ball and Dom Tyson. You'd, you'd think I'd stop, you know, putting the faith in him anyway. So, I, um, Bench my, Campbell my as well. Was, what's it called? A week before the season started, me and Corey, we played a little basketball team together on Wednesday nights. I fill in. And um, we were three points down with about a minute 40 to go. Real intense game. I inbound the ball to Corey. He starts walking it up and he stops and he calls me over. And I'm like, what's going on? Something's wrong. He goes, you got Dom Tyson yet? And I was like, no. And he goes, dumb cunt, then runs off, misses the shot, we lost the game. <laughs> it's just been downhill since then, honestly. Hasn't picked up since then. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, and there no. may be a slight a little bit of uh, mayo on that story. But, look, there's plenty of, plenty we've got to talk about today, boys. Um, a lot of rookies, a lot of rookie chat, where we need to go. I was thinking maybe the smartest way to do this pod might be go straight into the questions first. So we don't double up kind of conversations and then swing it back and, and have a little bit of chat. Who am I will be back next week as well, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and I might not be because I'm inconsistent as anything. It's my favourite topic. <laughs> Which we'll might, might we'll be a good incentive to get you back. But we'll call you going to play by himself and get really excited about it too. Yeah. Well, uh, playing by myself is not something I'm too unfamiliar there with. Uh, <laughs> very, very good. Very, huge very good. if true. Huge if true. Um... Yeah, so, fuck, well, be kick into it. Just before, there are going to be some five questions that are coming up. Did you guys hear the news today, um, this being a Tuesday, that he could potentially miss more than one? Yeah, I saw that. You know, he missed two. No, no, he missed two last year with a concussion. Now, that's what I've heard. No, no, I don't know if that's factually true. But I've been told from a reliable source out there, Corey, that um, when he was concussed last year, he actually set out two games, and that was before all these protocols were put in place. Hmm. And I and reckon that, that was didn't seem as bad as this one either. This was clean. Yeah, because uh, twelve, well, twelve days is the mandatory break, which will have him back for his second game. However, if he missed two last year, 
And, you know, following up the one from last year with the one this year that was more significant, does does he certainly miss two and potentially three? Is it, You know, maybe it's not just a one weeker that people may think it is. Yeah. And, yeah, bad hi- injury history, bad concussion history, is a bit soft. Free are flying, but do you reckon that changes things? Yeah, because they, he played yeah, forward in that game. Him. Yeah. They won't rush him at all. Yeah, well, I meant to change things for better or worse. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Look, we'll, we'll catch her back up there. Um, we'll start with the questions. Like I said, Wado, what the fuck do we do with Cripper? Looks cooked. Now, what was our pre-season discussion about this guy? Now, exclude the, exclude the first fucking Carlton podcast because I think we came to our senses probably after that. He's not fucking top 10. And we didn't have him listed in our top 10. We thought he was overrated. And the only reason we we're looking at him was because of that price. And now the injury news, that's kind of, they reckon he's playing with an injury and all this sort of shit. Well, fuck me dead, Corey. I mean, just don't play him and wait for him to get right. I mean, have they learned nothing? Have they learned absolutely nothing at this point in time? Are they that desperate? Is Teague that desperate? Seriously? It's pathetic that he's even on the field. He was all but gone in my team until uh, I decided to, you know, view the break-evens and um, and make a few other moves. But um, put it this way, I'm leaving a bit of money in my bank because uh, after this weekend, he'll be going to someone else. Are you going to be ha- comfortable making so many starting correctional trades on primos? Yeah, yeah, because I because usually I, I feel like I would have missed, um, you know, a rookie, but I feel like I got literally every single rookie correct. Um, and, you know, the Dangerfield one, most people would have done that one anyway. You look at the price rises that a lot of these guys are going to make, your Jordans, your Gouldens, um, your Zeebles, your Warners, uh, your Campbells. You know, Highmore's going good. I think Jordan Clark's played shit, but he's still averaging mid-70s. There is so much money to be made, that, and Flynn as well, that we I don't think we've had in the previous couple of years, and we've still been able to field a full team. So, yes, I'm all okay with doing, you know, a couple of sideways here at the start of the year because I feel like we're going to be in a good spot. Breda? Yeah, completely agree. That last point is pretty important, that there is so much cash being generated. Usually we have, you know, one or two that play quite well, average maybe 80 to 90, and we get excited. And then we're just going two trades in the first couple of weeks to get the other rookies who are on field and getting rid of the ones that aren't playing. But there's enough cash. Um, you, you can ignore the rookies because you've got – as long as you've got enough of them. So say you got your Campbell, um, Goulden, Flynn, Jordan, probably oh, no. Highmore. Yeah, even even Warner, yeah, Warner too. Not so you've got them. Warner. Not even Warner, guarantee yeah, Warner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's like yeah. So you got them, then you have nothing else to worry about because the only other ones that really really performing, I mean, Brockman was nice, Barry was nice, four rookies. But instead of burning those two trades, you've got your rookies. Brockman's Fix your other not problems. I'd be chasing either because I'm saying he only yeah. scored seventy seven, but it's, it's not production coach friendly. It's just he kicked goals when they mattered and. Yeah, popped in. You, you you wouldn't be surprised if we scored twenty two the next week. Um, yeah, look, I think if you've got him right, I th- I think it works. It's it's there. He's definitely not top ten. Um, he's definitely sore. It's 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 relatively evident. He's not the player that he used to be at the moment. And when, I'm not saying he'll never get back there, but Sam Walsh is there. Um, you know, last week it was Taranto, but you're watching him butcher the ball. That's not it. If I, I don't know, somehow a lot of people will probably be going Paddy Dow down. If you go down, 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 
my God, Dow down, and you can get you know a little bit of cash there, and you can go to an Oliver or McRae. I think they are absolute sure things to finish probably top four this year because they are both absolutely flying. Clayton Oliver has taken a step to the next level as well, but he's just untouchable. So um, Dangerfield, Dunk, Dangerfield, sorry, Dusty Dunkley. I just think that they're non-negotiables as well. Um, the new rule changes make Dusty just so fucking. Like even more super coach relevant than what he was before. Um, I think it's it's now time that if he got Paddy Cripps, he probably does have to go. And it's funny that we say this because there'll be a couple of people out there that'll probably stick fat with him and he'll probably go 120, 150, 120 over the next three. There's just someone just dying in the background there. <laughs> it's not me either. Um, <laughs> yeah, Brett's just... Uh, well, <laughs> Brett's well, what have we got? I reckon Brett just might have even just put something down someone's throat down there, Corey. I'm not, not too sure. What the fuck? I don't even know what you're talking about. There's Could literally you... no noise in my house. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Could you not hear someone choking in the background there, Brett? Nah, <laughs> mate. Noise cancelling headphones. Can't hear anything. <laughs> 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 in the background. Sure He's playing in the background, did you? Remember? I'll go ask you. Uh, Captain Pugwash, what game styles, or in brackets, clubs, are providing me the most super coach friendly? Well, is you know, given Sydney have three players underneath 190k, one of them averaging 137, and the other two in the 80s, I would have thought. Uh, is that what he means? He said what, what he game mean? styles slash clubs are provided. Ah, uh, sorry, that's that's. Uh, my I bad. know that you don't listen to the first half of any question. I usually don't like listen to any part the, of the yeah. question. I just say what I want to say usually. Um, look, I don't, I don't think um, a lot has changed because I think good ball users. Um, are obviously, you know, on the on the top of the the charts at the moment, and, and people that can get meters gained as well. Yeah. Um, but obviously, the you know what's going on down forward with the key forwards, you know, a lot more space in the forward line and all that kind of stuff. So if you got players, you know, we're talking midfielders and stuff, um, who can hit targets inside the forward fifty, and there's a lot more kind of score involvements for those kind of players. Um, and yeah, obviously, key forwards have had a really good start to the year as well. There's, there's probably not too many that are averaging poorly or under what they priced at. Yeah. Jane Short, Jordan Ridley. Um, in fact, there's another one down back as well. Caleb Daniel. Those elite ball use off the halfback flank are just Daniel absolutely Daniel shit on the weekend, man. Yeah, butchered it. He didn't hit Bailey it. Williams has taken a lot of the outlets for yeah. him because they're just all sitting all over Daniel. But that's it. Those meter gains play it. Like, Dougal Howard had, what, 600 metres gain on the weekend, something like that, maybe a little bit more. Kickings? For a 133. Yeah, he's like hit. leading the league in kickings, right, played took, on too, loves it. 10. He played on for 10 of 11 kickings last week. Like, and he's a player that I've got down to have a bit of a chat about. Um, Jordan Ridley is so fucking good, it's not funny. Um, Did you both start him? Yep. No, I didn't in the end. I went fucking Luke Ryan, stupidly. I tried to tell you that Lloyd Laird Ridley were 1, 2, 3, and they, yeah... I don't know. Hey, Jack Crisp as well in the midfield. Oof, that's yeah, a good pick. and that's it. Rory Laird as well. But, you know, those midfield roles, those real mid friend, uh, midfield friendly um, defender midfield. Fucking, I don't know. Just fucking, who cares? I'm done. I'm yeah, if Brett can't hear, whoever's dying in the back. <laughs> yeah, I'll go fix it. I'll be back in two minutes. He's going to go I'm fix gonna He's gonna just going to go, go perform the Heimlich there. <laughs> <laughs> we might be hearing a murder uh, line on you air. Might need on. To, you might need to get out there, Bombs. We're gonna, we might need to heal another family, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Puggy wanted a league update. I'll do that next week. Uh, Champy, uh, his question. Down to Impy and non-negotiable? 
look, it's not a non-negotiable because I'm actually bringing in someone else um, potentially for Dow, um, but I'm going to try hold Dow. But I don't dislike the move of, of Dow to Impey. Impey obviously showed that um, he's got more upside than Dow. I just think the concern and, – and look, you know – just me on repeat pretty much. But I think the concern with him is uh, I just feel at some point that hammy's going to go. And um, so if you want to ride that wave or, or take that risk with the injury history that he's got, then go for it. But um, I'm not going to be bringing in Impy this week. I think I will be bringing in Impy this week, but not for Dow. Oh, yeah. Obviously, we've got Tyson to deal with, so that'll be it. I'm I'm quite happy to hold Paddy Dow. So I just yeah. feel, I feel that he's copped... I, I don't know what people expected from this pick. Like, uh, did were people going into the season thinking that there wasn't going to be games where he was going to score 50, 60? Like, I think people were thinking, you know, maybe that he'd be getting 70s at minimum. Um, what I think's taken me by surprise anyway is the time he's actually spent on the bench. Yep. He's actually, the like, the most benched player and, you know, spent well over 30 minutes on the weekend on the bench. Um Bretto said this in our conversation the other night. Callum actually looked active when he actually gets the ball. I think it was five of his first six touches on the weekend were actually direct score involvements. And um, and it just seemed that when he touched the ball, that there just seemed to be a score involvement um, almost always if he didn't turn it over. So a um, couple of injuries with Martin Fisher this week. He, he's certainly getting games. He's not going out of the team. It's, it's just going to be a matter of whether or not they're going to start giving him some more time actually on the field. And that's it. If he was 150k, you wouldn't be looking at moving him. You know what? And and he missed a fucking goal against Richmond that would have put us a couple of points up with about five minutes to go. Yep. And that would have that could have changed the whole outcome of that game and probably would have given him 20, 25 points on his first round score as well. No one would be thinking about it right now. And it's funny the way he's playing too. There's it's not like there is probably an impy light game from the weekend in there, like one that he just turns it on and plays a great game and he drops 100 and then the cash rise is going to come. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think when I look at my team, and I know where this guy's coming from because when you look at all the break-evens and all that, you know, a lot of the guys are in the negatives and he's sitting on the positive six break-even. Um, but you, you almost got to treat it like, okay, he's 200,000 with a positive six break-even. He's probably still going to get to 300,000 even if he's just continuing on what he's currently doing. He might get close to it with the odd score of 70 or 80. Um, so he's still going to generate 100,000. Um, people obviously are going to see a lot more upside in Impy, but there's the injury history and you just kind of need to weigh up whether the trade or not is worth it. If, if everything else is perfect, then it's it's a trade I don't hate. If it's going to get you quick cash and that's your correctional. But... Agree. I, I'm anticipating someone like Scott or McNeil. Probably Scott might be even dropped from the Dogs team. And so I'd be looking to get Scott up to Impey if that was possible and hold him down. Um, but otherwise, if you know everything's perfect and you don't have Fife and you're not worried about Cripps and Neil and... I don't know, you, you got rid of danger already and you got no real other problems like Dom Tyson or anything like that, then um, then you're yeah, holding Dow, or sorry, trading Dow might be more the feasible. Other, the other funny thing is I don't mind holding trades. Like, the, the one thing that I think we're seeming to forget at the moment is um, now having a chat about fatigue and, and player injury. We're, we've gone from, what, what were they, 17-minute quarters down at what we paying, maybe 22-minute quarters, including time on 23 last year, back up to some of these quarters running 35, 36 minutes. Like, players are going to get hurt through this season. You and... know what? Fuck off. 
fuck off with that excuse. You and any other dickhead that wants to raise it. Because for the fucking 40 years before that, they've always played 20-minute quarters. And I'm not denying that. And I'm not saying it shouldn't be the other way around. But that injury is going to happen. Like, natural fatigue. Like, you, you're you a runner. Yeah? You're a runner. You fucking run 5Ks for a year. And then you step up and run 20Ks on a, on a re- Like, there are there are chances that you might get injured. They are professional fucking athletes. Uh, I, and I get that. And I do understand that. But it's going to happen. It is going to happen. We've seen players go down already. And yeah, players go down. And, and we see it every... Look, this, all I'm saying is I don't mind holding trades. You don't have yeah. to trade just because it's there. You don't have to trade because you've done it in pre in seasons past. Paddy Dow isn't a have to trade player. He's not putting no. third. He's not doing Dom Tyson. That's yeah. a have to trade player. Correct. Yeah, like I don't think you have to move the trade. Um, anything to add on Dow, Bombs? I no, mean, Brenner, Sorry. Uh, I'm holding Dow. I'm getting Impy. I'll pretty much. I'll keep it pretty simple. Um, yeah, but I'm doing sort of Corey's idea, Fullerton or Scott, waiting for one of them to get dropped, and I'll just bring MP in there. I, I don't understand the trade there. He plays an extra five minutes, kicks that goal, there's 80 points, and it's going to come at some stage. I I, I think it's going to come this week, to be honest. If Krip, if Kripa is actually fucking that hurt, and, and they're going to put him on the field, surely there has to be at some stage that his forward minutes rise a lot more than they already have already. Like yeah, but the, um, I think the thing that might hurt... Dow is like the the Fisher and Martin thing out. People are like, oh, job security is good. He's going to play more. He's all this. It's that probably hurts him in terms of midfield minutes because they actually need someone who's creative. I know he's not the most skillful person, but like Bumper said, when he when he touches the ball, I don't know when I send it to him halfway through the game. I think I'm like, yeah, Dow's has been shit. And I'm like, yeah, but every time he touches it, good things happen. And then Bumper hit me with the stat. It was a six out of seven touches and scoring involved. Yeah, five yeah, they, they're going to want that around goal. Definitely. They're going to want that around goal. So he's going to be involved and he's going to play. That's funny. Is it a is it a tank thing? Because his first halves have been awesome. Yeah, it's it's almost like um, if you think about the type of player he is, he's not an endurance player. He's more of an explosive, first, potentially yeah. impact kind of player. Maybe that's how they he's, see him. He's not explosive um, or impact, but we can find a, a lighter term for that. Yeah, yeah, but that's the player they foresee him. Maybe he's, like, he's so. more of a like more of a burst player. He's it's like burst bringing player. bread onto the podcast. I mean, yeah, you know, we're not yeah, going to get him for the full full length of the year, but he might add but something yeah, yeah. for a short. I like yeah, five out of my six comments for the whole pod. This scoring goal, you know. The only difference is I'll enjoy when Brett's being uh, when Brett's being benched. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, look, I've probably spent too much time on Dow because I don't think it's an issue per se. But I, I mean, Dow to Impey, it's nothing too else. Much time happen. on it though, because it's one of those things that I think there are so many people out there looking to get rid of it. And, and I know that this Patreon, this is this is going to continue into Patreon for the whole week, and it's probably the the joys of being a listener is is being in the Patreon. Is I know, I know we're going to sit there and I'm going to jump and chat every single night, and I'm going to be having this Paddy Dow conversation a, a lot. And you will, and Brett won't be because he doesn't fucking interact with anyone. But like, I think we are gonna. I think we're gonna be having this conversation a lot. I, I just think there's a lot more other issues out there than Paddy Dow. Um, hot shame. What do we do with Phillips and Danaher? He must have fucking gone early on this, surely. Didn't Danaher yeah, hold, drop seventy six? Yeah, Danaher was fine. Seventy three, averaging sixty three. Like that's fine. He's gonna to be, be fair. Fine. He had a monster of a last quarter though. Yeah, that's um, right. But He's he. He's thinking, just so we go, he's thinking of going Danaher to Berry and Phillips to Butters. 10K short of Dusty. Nah, not no. worth it. 
I don't think it's either, worth it. Either, either move Phillips down and do something like cash wise, but just leave Danner alone. Like Man, I'm fucking, I fucking, I reckon you just run this Phillips train until unless they yeah, well, keep popping. He's fucking touching the football. I reckon yeah, um, if you trade Phillips, um, he might need to be a walk in um, on a dream there, Corey, if he's going to trade him. <laughs> um, <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, a big problem with Phillips, but is <laughs> good enough that those dump kicks down the line or those dump kicks in the middle, like we can halve most of those contests. Hawthorne, it's just not the case. They got like Kajitsky, Brockman, Tim O'Brien. These guys are just getting monstered. So um, I can't see Phillips like percentages in terms of disposal efficiency getting any better. I reckon it's going to be a problem all year. And when you hold him all year, it's just going to be the most frustrating seeing him having like 25 touches, you no know, five tackles, score 60. Yeah, but you know what? He was trying to he was trying to take forty meter fucking kicks to the center of the ground. That is just outside of his capabilities. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's been, he's been just... trying to do that for three years, four years. He's always yeah. done that. Yeah, well, maybe someone have a stern word to him and just say, "Play within your capabilities, there, Tom." <laughs> Again, a player that you wouldn't be surprised if he come out and scored one twenty next week. No, and I think when you when you pick these kind of play, like fuck me, I, I, it's almost like talking to you, Bonds. You're one of the most reactive super coaches I know, like and reactive yeah. players. But even when it comes to these kind of picks, at least you give them a bit of time. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even contemplating moving on no, Phillips, and, and I've got fuck all problems in my team. I think. Yep. And I mean the Zach Butters things. Fuck, he was amazing on the weekend, but he he had 17 touches the week before. Didn't really look like it in fucking bulk midfield minutes. You know he played as midfield, but like. <laughs> So, yeah, I just think it's it's a trade. You're getting sucked into the points that were scored. You're chasing points. Yeah, but people also want to get on before they have to pay 550 for these guys. But if you have to pay an extra 70 grand later on to guarantee these picks, it's not a it's not a huge price to pay. You're not paying an extra 300. You're going to pay an extra 70 or 80k. It's fuck all. And I mean, I'm not comparing them. They're not even the same player, but didn't Dunkley do this two years ago when everyone traded him out? 80s for the first five yeah. weeks, and then fucking I ended up with like a 120 average. Uh, and Phillips is going to get nowhere near that. We know that. Didn't but Rosie, didn't Rosie go 135, 135 last yep. year? Then averaged yep. 48 for the rest of the season. Like being super yep. active is scary. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so just relax. Uh, sorry, I miss um, fucking Froffy's question before too. He's going to go down in Peter Cripps and Titch. He's like, I'm doing this unless you convince me not to. Dow and Impy to... Dow, sorry. Dow to Impy, Crips to Teach. Dow to Impy, Crips to Teach. I think that improves his team, both the trades. I mean, I don't know if he has any other problems, but I think he's improving his team. Impy's more expensive, so he could just go Crips to Teach and just leave. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, why not? If he's got nothing else wrong with his team, I don't hate It's only nine grand. It's not a huge price to pay. And there is a 60-point difference in their break-evens. Isn't um, Impy negative 61 and uh, Dow's positive six break-evens? So, or nearly 70 there on the difference. So, mm. Here's a big one. Pepperoni. I think Pepperoni must be new, so welcome aboard. Uh, hold Neil or move to generate cash? No, good. Great question. And I'm fucking disappointed news came out today about Neil's injury because he was traded from the moment Monday came, to be honest. There's no way known I'm going to hold this little fucking dog, Corey. I mean, 720K, I bought him in as a captain option because the last few years he's averaged 150 over the first five rounds. Then he wants to come out and drop back-to-back 70s with a break-even of 271. If he came out with a fucking 174, Corey, he'd fair dinkum still lose another 70 or 80K and have a fucking sky-high break-even still. So he can fuck off. (laughs) Brett? 
Yeah, completely agree. I think I said it early in the very early in the week on Twitter, and everyone sort of hit me with the the basic line of you don't trade your primos, you don't trade your primos. But it's, that's not the point. It's a sideways. It's not a sideways trade. If you were going Neil to someone very similar at the top end, and that's you know it's still a positive thing. But he's going to drop eighty k. Say you move him for Dusty or Walsh or Titch, you're making already over a hundred grand. Then you look at the fact that Neil's probably going to drop minimum minimum eighty this week. That's if he goes and puts out a 140, which he's capable of, of course. So there you say you go back and get him in three weeks when he's dropped 80 to 130. That's best case scenario with the price drop. You've made 180 to add to your team. You get in for 130. Like the more, that's more than most rookie trades is going to get you. Like you're you're yeah. moving ahead by 200 grand, 250 grand minimum. But then worst case scenario, best case scenario, you move him and he drops 70 again. And then in four weeks' time, he's what, 500 grand flat. Yeah, but you know Comes what? Good. He drops 70 this week, Brent. I reckon the question then starts to beg, is he even someone that we're going to have on our radar later on? How much then do we buy into the injury news? How much? So I think at 720, because that is such a steep price to pay. If he was 620, I wouldn't be contemplating this. But the fact that he's 720, I'm not prepared to lose that dollar value when you've got, you know, potentially Clayton Oliver or McRae or Titch. Um Dusty, Dunkley, if you want to get one of those Ford guys in, maybe you didn't even start Lloyd or you want to go get Ridley or one of these other guys um, who are very comfortable at the top of their position. Um, look, worst case scenario, you bring Neil back in at some other point. And like you said, you probably burnt two trades to trade him out and trade him back in, but you've made 200 grand in the process. So it's not a complete loss of two trades because you've made 200 grand potentially. Potentially more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, minimum minimum two hundred. The, the only thing that's scary is the fact that it's Collingwood this week, and we know what's going to happen around the ball. Is but you know he could potentially have forty five or fifty touches this week, no oh, doubt. And about Levi Greenwood coming back in, but are they yeah. fucking fantastic? Fucking yeah. please, if he you know, comes Neil, in, Neil career average against the Pies is like eighty eight. Everyone pops off against Collingwood, but Neil just hasn't been one. Like he's, I think he's had a one forty once. Really, he hasn't got great numbers against Collingwood. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And like that, my favorite thing you said there was the the names you dropped, like Ridley, Dusty. Like if you go and get one of them, you've improved your team and you've gained two hundred grand right now. That puts you a week ahead for upgrades. Look, your first I, upgrade, I, you're a week I ahead. I don't know if that's that comment is factual. I don't know if you have in in, in air quotes improved your team because Lockie Neal is still capable of going out and dropping one fifty this year, this week. Yeah, but you pay you but. You're bringing you're, in some other guy head to head, and you, you're realistically never going to captain Neil this week, or no, probably don't have enough trust in him you're to do it for the next two weeks. Neil for probably the next fucking three or four weeks. And so, why pace? So, my yeah. argument in the preseason for starting Gorn was that you want Gorn because he's a captain option. You want Neil because he's a captain option. If they're not captain options, you don't pay that price for it. Yeah, and it's just my, your normal correctional trade anyway. Yeah. Well, the kind of way I look at it is, you, you what's it called? You make two hundred grand on the trade for something that's 90% going to be a successful trade, Dusty or Ridley, where what do, you, what do you think Neil's chances of dropping like 130 plus, which is the minimum you'd want after the two terrible weeks? I reckon he's a 40% chance of dropping 130 plus. I reckon lower than that. Um, and I love it. Look, 200 grand, you're absolutely right when you say that can make a significant impact to your team in a couple of weeks for your first upgrade. And, you know, you can get that sort of quite early or can make a significant impact this week. So, you know, I'm going to, be getting Dunkley in um, this week just because it allows me to move someone like, you know, some predicting Scott from the dogs will get dropped. I'm actually going to move him to Tex Walker. <laughs> yeah, and you can laugh all you want, but that's ballsy. what we're doing. It's ballsy. 
I, yeah, I, I love that, but I like, I like the point. I like the point. I don't know. I don't know about Tex. I don't know about Tex. Yeah, it's okay. It's free money. But at the end, is at it the end just of the day, you like, what are you expecting him to score? Nothing. What are you expecting him to score? Um, 90 plus. Why? Well, because I think the key forwards have been genuinely dominant, dominant virtually in every single game, game this year. Uh, I've seen his first two games, and I'd be quite surprised if he wasn't on six Brownlow votes at the moment. Were you not? Were you not taken into account? It was great. It was you know tackles, free kicks. It's not worrying you, uh, Corey. The fact that he's doing that stuff is fucking just getting me a yeah, little bit. Uh, a couple of them, a couple of them were very questionable, but they were just players walking into it. Yeah, Corey. I mean, it, maybe it probably just looked like that because such is the physical specimen nah. of this. His <laughs> nah. shoulders are the when, when fucking Jake Lloyd grabbed the ball, turned around and ran straight at Tex Walker, who was just standing at the top of the goal square. That was just like that was the biggest gimme ever. And then the yeah. one, the other one with the umpire. So what blue you're was saying is Tex Walker executed very, very quick. Look, um, look. I, I, trust, I, I, wor- I worry about picks like that. Like you, you go and pick someone up for three hundred thousand, thirty thirty, and he's not even making you hundred k. Gold Coast. North, Frio, Hawthorne, GWS. That's his next five. I'd be surprised, honestly, I'd be surprised if in the next five weeks he hasn't put another 15 goals on the board. I'm not saying he's a keeper. I'm not saying he's going to you know, get me all the way to 600 grand. But what I do know is back-to-back 140s, negative 110 break even, compared to you know Scott, who's going to make fuck all money, for me, I'll put it on Scott. He's going to generate a lot of money very quickly, Tex. He'll be a name I can have on field who'll probably score more than someone else. Say, for instance, Tom Powell is someone I'd field. I'd probably move to my bench and, and then have Tex on the field. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm quite comfortable doing it. I think he'll comfortably, with his start to the year, he just needs one more game this weekend of triple figures, and I can virtually guarantee he'll get me to 500K. And in a couple of weeks, that is a very quick and easy switch back to Dangerfield. <laughs> you ready here, Brett? Next week on this pod, make sure you show up, because Tex would have dropped about 34. Bombs what, 34, gone, 34 touches and Bombs 17 goals? Bombs down in his league game. He's just lost his league game by about 50 points, which is what he plays for. And he will be in here and he'll be like, oh, Corey, it's all right. His break-even's still low. You know, he's still fucking going to make me some money. And then the week after, he'll do the same. He'll do a Dom Tyson. But no, no, no. Yeah, but the smart thing... Let me finish. Let me finish. God, God blimey. The smart thing here, brother, is I played Dom Tyson in two games that didn't affect me at all. This guy's going to bring in Tex Walker in fucking... Remember that a couple of years ago when we were in our league and that dickhead brought in... What that was, was his last name? Townsend. No, 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 not you. That fucking oh. random guy in our league brought in... Um, who's the ex-Carlton forward that went to North Melbourne? Jared White. Jared White. Oh, you're yeah, talking about fucking Portius. Yeah, brought in Jared White, like, <laughs> randomly, and he got smashed in league games every week. Yeah, but was Jared White... 298,000. I think it was like 300 and something at that stage, yeah. Did Jared White play with an open forward line in a really fast-moving game? Yeah. In a reasonable The thing is, it's, it's Adelaide. Well, it's, I mean, they've been fantastic, but you're putting a lot into their first two games, I think. Nah. Yeah, but he only needs him. He only needs him to perform for four weeks. That's literally all I need good, you put it all on the table, and it is... I, re- I like I honestly in my head I think in that four weeks he gets uh, one one over one triple figures and eighty and two fifties and I think if that happens Bonfall wins two fifties oh my no, god like fifty yeah like two fifty five I think that's and you still count that as a win if he scores two fifties I'd be fucking offended Gold Coast four, Gold Coast still fucking smash him and Sam Collins is a fucking Sam Collins is sick yeah yeah 
You understand he just fucking came off the bit. The number one defense last year was fucking Geelong, and he scored 146 on them. Yeah, but they were a basket case. Oh, and you think fucking Sam Collins is going to do anything? Yeah, you know what? Corey, I'm going to fucking captain him. He's going to be my VC this week. Hey, you would VC him. Because I probably won't have a loophole anyway. So I'm going to VC him, right? And then I'm going to fucking run Maxi or someone as my captain. But he's guaranteed in my team. What do you Guaranteed. think he scores against And you know me, no, I'm the you, biggest... Won't do it. He's scared. Okay, you won't. Brett, look, unlike you, I've got fucking integrity in my word, all right? And remember what I say, Brett, I'm actually the smartest cunt. Usually I just don't follow my advice. My <laughs> advice is fucking bring in the Texan, and uh, yeah. this week I'm going to follow my advice. I can assure you, because remember in years gone past, Corey, I'm always beaten down beaten down all these fucking nuffies out there and all of our Patreons and anyone else, all the other dickheads that want to write in questions. Oh, fucking, what about this guy? What about... And I'm always telling them just to fuck off, Corey. I'm, I'd be surprised if there wasn't another 10 questions about Tex Walker coming up, but I'm going to be all aboard this one. I think you're going to be riding the train solo again, Bumps. I'm going to be... Choo-choo! All the way to Texas, baby! It's got, it's got Townsend written all over it. It fucking literally has it. I fuck honestly. I cannot wait. What, what would you do honestly? How scared would you be if he dropped 130 again or 140 again? Why would I be scared? Not scared, not scared at all. Because I know I'd be wrapped because I'd rock up to a podcast for once where you actually look like a fucking intelligent human being instead of fucking calling Crip shit and putting him in your team. What haven't I started like the best three defenders this year so far? Or four, Chris. Oh, you haven't started the started best some... midfield. That's for sure. Crisp is not better than Jaden Short. Get out. Well, I strongly disagree with that. But anyway. What's, what's Chris averaging? How many hundreds Chris had this year? All right. All right. He's down. He's up. There we go. He's up. How many, how many hundreds? <laughs> Jesus, what's Tex you, averaging? You if we're just going on averages here, what's Tex averaging, mate? Yeah, that one averaging player text? in the game. Have you got Tex in your team? That's crazy. Well, at the moment, as we speak there, Brett. I My favorite part, right? I, I wish we could do a little replay, you know? All these fuckwits chasing points. They're all fucking chasing points. Tex Walker. Yeah, and and against a team, a team that's fucking burnt him in the past before as well in Adelaide, and a man like the Big Texan. I hope you get it right. I actually hope you get it right. I'm I'm doing it. So do I. So do I. Uh, Yeah, I I don't doubt that you're doing it. I said I hope you get it right. I said it's a good thing we're not on YouTube because I pulled down my pants and my ball sack sitting on the table. So nuts out, Corey. The Texans in. Yeah. I haven't been wearing pants the whole time, so... Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the party. But are your balls on the table, Brett? They're nah, I'm, I'm going to put them on. His balls, <laughs> are, his balls are in somewhere else at the moment. Bumps, you know that Brett doesn't take any breaks, mate. Uh, Froffy wants to know if you should trade five. Yes. Should just start. See, this is the thing. If you... You'll miss eight games this year. If you've got... If you've got really nothing else to do, if you've got other pressing matters, I don't mind holding him because of the half a chance he will be to be named the week after. And if what, you've got what, are, what are the other pressing, pressing matters, though? What's bigger? Unless you've completely cooked your team, like, Rookies. there aren't that many at the moment. You miss yeah. Goulden, maybe? Well, no, think, no, no, no. They're, they're, the rookies are so fucking Goulden. vital. Jordan, yeah. Goulden, Campbell, Berry. fucking Berry, uh, Rock, Warner, Rock. like... You yeah, should have fixed that last week, though. You had to fix that last week. Which was our advice, but potentially that hadn't been done. Yeah, before. exactly. Okay, so if you haven't, then you've got issues everywhere, then it's a whole different ball game. But Lockie it's just Neal, if... I think Lockie Neal's almost more vital to fucking fix up before five. Mm, maybe. Okay. Yeah. you got problems. If that's where you're at, that's big problems. If you miss rookies, you've got Neal and five. 
Yeah. Okay, order know. order of importance. Say say you haven't got Chad Warner, you have Fife, you have Neil. What are you fixing first? Warner. Warner. So Warner, ha- Warner? Warner then, has to be in. Yeah. Warner has to be in. Then then what? Then Neil. Neil. And, and then I'll five. Five. Okay. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Sorted. Because Fife's half a chance to be there next week. And then if he's not, and I lost my head-to-head game, and I need to start getting wins on the board and all that, I'll trade Fife the week after. But then I wouldn't have lost the money on Neil, and I've got the cash generation from Warner, um, you know, pending as well. So um, I, I'm happy to sacrifice one game for the long-term benefits, potentially. They're the uh, late game on the on round four, too. So he's got every single minute free. I think they're Sunday, like 5 o'clock yeah, or something. Yeah, they've got 15 days. Yeah, but that's time. even worse, because then you've got to sit there and not know until he's playing until Saturday night. Yeah, yeah but what are the fixtures like that week? Because the player you might be bringing in might not have played, or he might play the game after, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, oh. well, the bloggies play early. Um, Jack Steele—that's who you like. Plays early. Ridley plays Friday night. Um, yeah, but Titch is the last. On. Yeah, Titch is the last game. So Titch is the one. If you're going to bring in Titch, you can just chill out. But yeah, yeah. so you got North Adelaide, Melbourne, Cats. Um, so you might, you know, Clary or Titch might be on your radar. At that but then point. again, you got you got to do it this week if you're going to do it because there's no point just trading him at that point because it's like... no, no, no. But but what I'm saying is, so you can take the risk on the potential for him to get named the week after because the mandatory 12 days makes him eligible to play the week after. It's just a matter of whether or not he feels and Freeman will feel that he's recovered at that point. I think he'll so, earn this one. So his potential. I reckon he'll miss one. But that's why I say it's okay to do your trades, your correctionals yeah. in terms of those this week because he's potentially playing the week after. And if he doesn't play the week after, at that point, fuck him off. Because oh, Aaron, says his concussion's very significant. And, and I, don't, I don't trust Fife ever. I've never picked him. I never will. I just cannot trust him. He's such a round 17 bring him in for the run home guy. I ran a thing last year on Twitter at the start of the year where I went Fife versus Neil. Who do you start with? And Fife won like by 80%. You just dominated the whole thing. Then I put their exact stats up from the year before and the average that. games missed. Yeah, and everyone was like, oh, obviously, obviously it's this one, this one. And then it was Fife and Neil. Neil just won by a mile. People picked yeah. the name and he misses six games every year, every single year. I think his average is like seven and a half games over the last six Which years. Which is what we spoke about in the preseason as well. Yeah. On, a- on average, he's going to be one of the best players out there. But he's, he's yeah, he's, he's, he's probably close to the best talent in the comp, but he gets hurt every year without fail. Yeah, yeah. just a no show sometimes, just like Bretta. Um, Nards <laughs> wants to know Chera or Brayshaw, who's likely to be, more likely to be top eight midfielder? Brayshaw, Brayshaw, yeah, Brayshaw as well. Fuck, that's such a good holding keeper, Lee. Yeah, I'm pissed off. That was the drop off for me. I dropped Chera for Warple. I held Warple over Chera. Yeah, but in saying that, I probably would have done the same thing. Corey drops a wrong. What's that all about? This guy keeps Nick Caulfield and drops a wrong. What are you doing, Corey? Mm. My midfield's midfield's already elite in that league, Brett, as you already know. When you have have Walsh and Brayshaw, sometimes players like Sarong just can't make the cut, mate. That's so shit. (laughs) Sarong is such a beast. Uh, The Garb. I'm holding 14 midfielders. I don't even care. (laughs) Just bench them all. Uh, The Garb, who's the most likely lock under the 650K price line? Tex Walker. Under 650K? (laughs) Tex Walker, is he not? Tish. Oh, Golden. What's that kind of question? How yeah, fucking I, I think this guy is probably going to... Does he mean premium midfielder? Yeah, I think that's the question. I think that's what he means. Um, And so, I mean, McRae's 650-100. Is that cheeky? Yeah, I, think, he's not I under. think he's trying to avoid that. 
Yeah, maybe um, that's the question, yeah. I think it's... Titch. Yeah, it has to be Titch, doesn't it? I think it's yeah. Titch Bont, as well. Bont's the only other one, but I, I have both, and obviously Bont's huge. But Titch, man, every week, you know what you're getting. Are we worried about that Bont kind of game that comes out, or is he just... is, is Has the game evolved, or is he just surpassed that as a specimen? Because he's, like, he's never looked better. And yeah, and the game, the game suits line. him. Like you said, the four yeah. running midfield. Is he just going to be a... Because we've had this... Com- we have this conversation almost every year. Almost yeah. every fucking year we have this conversation with the Bond. It comes to around round four or five. We blow smoke out of his ass, and then there's a fucking three-week period where he goes and sits forward. Yeah. It, has that changed? Do you want to see more where we're at? Brett, I'll start with you. He's more of a damaging forward now. He's fine. I'm completely trusting. And I think every single year, unless something changes, you've got to go with three of Oliver, Titch, and either Bont or McRae, your favourite Bulldog, because you know what you're getting out of Oliver and Titch. Super consistent accumulators, which is untaggable. And then Bont is just another level of footballer similar to Dusty, except Dusty will just cruise for 10 rounds because he doesn't need to prove anything. Where Bont's out there, captain every single day, wanting to win every game you're going to get big points from him every single week. You're going to get something consistently good from here on with the occasional monster score. Obviously, where the point spread with all those doggy players, only 3,300 points available can be a little bit tricky, but somehow they're making it work. McRae, Bond, Dunkley, they're all finding ways to to get the points and to put up really good scores. And the other ones that are sort of falling into place are your, your Lockie Hunter, your Trelaw, yeah, you're Bailey Smith a bit, but I think he's going to step up a few levels over the next few years, and I think you're pretty safe with Bont. Bont? Yeah, you, you certainly are safe with Bont. Um, the concern would be the game on the weekend only generated him 145. Like, I would have thought that was yeah, a 180-type performance. To be fair. He was yeah. so good. He um, was clearly best on ground. 15 yeah. touches and a goal in the first quarter. It was on 51 or something. Yeah. Yeah. I find that all a bit bizarre, but um, the doggies do play a higher possession game than probably what we've seen in a little while, just in terms of how many how many numbers they've had. Um, so, you know, maybe because of how many people are getting the pill and the amount of score involvements that are then involved for each and every single player, maybe, you know, points per touch is actually lower than what some other teams might be experiencing. I'm not sure if there's something in that. Yep. Making up your own stats again, absolutely fucking love it. No, I'm just I, trying I to get deeper. <laughs> I, completely, I completely, I completely agree with you. But I think Gimme. they're at the point now well, where they're going to start winning more games. They're going to start winning more games. Yeah, and that helps I mean, too. Look, I'll tell you the interesting thing. I think the one thing we failed to recognise in the preseason and, and the Trelaw thing was we thought Trelaw was going to come in and and be one of the more dominant midfielders. He's probably been. He's probably been. Nothing more than average. He, I would did have say, he did say tonight on AFL 360 that he's had to adapt to being the outside mid at the moment rather than being the inside mid that he was at um, in previous history. But he's loving life, and and he knows he knows when you listen to him talk, he knows that that his strengths aren't nearly as good as you know the other strengths. Yeah, the strengths of McRae, Dunkley, Bont. So he know he knows that he's in there to be a role player, and the great thing with Trelaw is he's he's selfless, so he doesn't mind, which is fantastic for us as a coach side because we've we've got to see it. And I I think a preseason would have done this, you know, the the normal preseason probably would have done us a little bit more justice too, would have given us a little bit more of a look, and you know we might have felt a little bit more comfortable running um, doggies players. I went in with a two. Brett, did you go in with two? 
I went Bont and Dunks, yeah. Yep, same. And Bont's, obviously, you didn't go Dunkley. Um, I went, you went McRae. McRae. Yep. Yeah. So, and I think there's going to be a strong chance we're going to end up with three of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Until Bont and Pally pisses off Bont's and he goes and makes outrageous statements like Cripp is a better <laughs> footballer. Well, I certainly think that's true. I mean, the last time Cripps was injury-free, he was certainly <laughs> better than Bont and Pally. Wasn't Cripps the best player in the AFL when the AFL Players Coaches Association? Has Bont ever done that? Uh, I think he I has. Don't, I don't think Bont's ever been outside the top 150 players in the AFL. <laughs> for right you got to come from somewhere, Brett. Uh, the Hoff, the must-have rookies with job security in mind. Gordon Campbell Warner. And then Jordan at number four, I reckon. Jordan is so yep. fucking good. I still Final don't think, fifth. I st- if you don't have power, don't ignore that because I've locked his role. Cunner's um, yeah, back this week, so I'll be benching him. Yep, okay. Well, Don Tyson's going to Jimon, get Jimon's, Jimon's Tyson's come back too. dropped too, so he'll be right there. Yeah, but it sort of takes over his role and dogs just feast on the pill. So, um, word of warning, just don't start Tom Powell this week. How are you going with Jordan Clark at the moment, boss? You happy with that? You know, he has been fucking utterly pathetic. How he's averaging 73 and a half, I've got no fucking idea. So, I'm loving it. Yeah. People trading him out. Yeah, yeah because he's fucking idiots. What do they expect in 80s and 90s every single week or whatever? I mean, 80 would be a good average on the season, I would have thought, for someone like Jordan Clark. I'm I'm there to ride him until he gets to 400k, and I think it will happen. Pugwash wants to know if we should be thinking about uh, buys. Nah. Thinking about the buy, fuck me, dead. Don't think we've ever no. What's our theory? Take two wins, lose one. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Nah, if your team's good enough, you'll get the two wins. Yeah. And your teams have got that many fucking rookies at the moment. You're not going to know which rookies you're going to have by round 12. You don't know, you know, which rookies are going to come in at that point. It's just. And at the moment, we're all just sideways and primos anyway. So. Yeah. Trades in those that period and all that sort of crap. Anyway, you'll fix up your team. Don't worry. Uh, Benny Duran wants to know if uh, new goat Tyson. If I'm holding him, Uh, definitely not. He get (laughs) fuck. How good's fucking again? I'll say it again. How good is Noel Bolter by the way? Yeah, he's so good. Oh, here we go, Brett. Obviously, you'll love this, Brett M. Hey, fellas, if you two trades on round Dangerfield already to play it safe, is to hold fire. But having started some good rookies, what about premium mid prices corrections? Um, shorting Neil to really using cash to bring in Tex for Sharp. Yep, it's a really um, good question. That's a good idea. Bond has wrong with it. Um, <laughs> uh, Abel, stable Abel sent. Uh, got here's a song for you, Errol, remastered by Australian Crawl. Won't play it. Uh, your, can either short can either short Neil this week to Titch and get in Jordan as a rookie fix or Crippet a Walsh and rookie fix but no cash reserve. What's more important? What was the first one again? Uh, so Neil Neil to Titch or Crippet a Walsh? Neil to Titch. Agree. Oh, yeah, no, but the money there, yes, yes. Walsh's been real good, but, I mean, don't lose sight of, you know, the fact that he almost just crept over the 100 kind of point mark, um, and the first one was only about 120 as well. The thing with Walsh is the break-even's only 90. Like, you know, if he comes out and scores 120 this week, what, are you going to pay an extra 10 grand next week if you wanted him? Like, it's not a must-get this week, Sam Walsh. I feel like Titch and Walsh are both going to be top eight, though, so it doesn't really matter. Once you get him, you're not worried about the cash they're in. Yeah, but I, I, Titch is a safer pick than Walsh, and Very Titch true. is a potential Agree. captain option. So yep. I think it's Titch every time. Yeah, he could do he could do um, Neil to Titch and Cripps to Jordan. That way, he gets both the boys he wants, and then 
do you can you see think, something next week? Do you think with Titch this week and Geelong and O'Connor's, you know, tag on Neil that it might be something they run with Titch, given Titch's, um, you know, no. had no. No. For sure, for sure, no, it's a chance, but no, it's, it's, it's going to be a dead game. I think they'll go take someone else out of it. Who? From Hawthorne? Yeah, yeah, they do like Jager. Oh, fucking Jager, give me a spell. No, and it, it's, not, it's not so much that he's a better footballer or, or, or whatever. Titch isn't the most damaging ball user, let's let's be completely honest. He's not, yeah, he's, but he's not a damaging footballer. But, but neither is Neil, but Neil wins it. To the players who cause the damage. Yeah, I but think, Hawthorne don't have any players that cause yeah, damage. Yeah, so I think I the think they one. know. Yeah, I just think that I think Tom Mitchell's a better ball winner uh, than Lockie Neal. Yeah. Tom Tom Mitchell, there is, there is probably no player in the competition that's better at getting the ball and extracting it and and finding space in yeah. such a small little pack than than Tom Mitchell. He's gonna same that Collingwood theory a couple of years ago. Let him go. He's not the one that's gonna hurt you. It's gonna be I, who, who's gonna get the ball to. I I think he's tagged this week. But I still think I think, I think he's a big chance to get tagged, but I still think he's dropping a hundred minimum. Yeah, yeah, and I wouldn't worry about it. I still think he's having forty. Tagging, tagging, and, tag, and, and he loves he loves a cuddle. Bro. He loves to, just yeah, exactly. sitting on a pack. The ball falls out, little little hole on. There's five points. Yeah, nah, very good. Um, uh, Mickey, Ro- uh, sorry, uh, Whitwasher. Uh, good day, Bomflet and Hard Corey and. He doesn't have anything for Brett because Brett's never here. He had Campbell emergency for Heppel, which worked as well. Is Heppel to Jordan a solid trade this week? Yep. Yep. Well, you need you need to fix something there, obviously. Hey, Heppel has in. to go, I think. Heppel's a way to get you 200 grand. Yeah, I think Heppel has to go. There's talk that he might not even be playing for another week or two as well. I think he just goes. Yeah, oh, the injury crisis potentially means they bring him back quicker and throw him into the midfield, Hepp- and I do not like him in the midfield Hepp- at all. will miss more games this year with this back injury. And that yeah. back is fucked. You got anything to say about Essendon's injury crisis too, Corey? Yeah, look, as a proud Essendon member, this is it's hell and it's unfair. Like, just to... to well, you know me, Bombs. I've, I was ready for top four this year for the Bombers. And mm-hmm. you just watch them get absolutely crippled like this, mm-hmm. it hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts. And it just means that, you know, games that they would have been competitive and they only lost by 50 in, they're probably going to get done by 85 now. And it's <laughs> it's going to be hard as an SNM member to watch that. So, what do you do? Right, Mickey do, you still, do you still stand by Dodoro's decision to not go and get Dunkley for two? Well, that's the dumbest fucking decision that's ever been made in history. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean look, if you've seen Nick Cox play as well at the you moment. You can literally I mean, walk up and go pick Tex Walker in your Supercoach team and still be 100% smarter than fucking Dodoro and Essendon <laughs> letting Dunkley not come into that club. I, mean, I don't understand. He's, he's averaging more points than Dustin Martin, Tex Walker. Yeah, no, nah, true. No, oh, fuck, you got me there. Yeah. Is he not the highest averaging player in the league? <coughs> oh, I don't actually know if that's factual or not, but it could be. Yeah, he is. Yeah. 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 Borg second, no one forty, Golden's third. <laughs> what a top three. Imagine I'm reading sure, this I'm top sure three. I'm sure that's what everyone predicted at the start of the season. Uh, Mickey, that's, my, that's my captain's article done this week. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on Crips to Ridley and either Dow or Butts to Impey. Surely Butts has to fuck off. Butts to Impey and, yeah, I like both those trades. Yep. Here's, here's, here's a left field one. Taranto and Dow to Ridley and Jordan. It's from Frogger. Love it. Love it. Surely you just hold Taranto. Nah. Do nah. you do the trade? You're getting the, the guaranteed, guarantee. yeah, top, top of the line. Yeah, good, good point. Yeah, fuck. Ready? Bombs? Pepperoni is Texas trap. Are most people stupid? 
Now, is this fucking calling me stupid, Corey? Well, I don't think he is. I think he he's is. I think he he's trying to go with you. I think he's trying to go with you here. Pepperoni, he's new. He's fucking on fire. No, wait. Is he is he pro tex or anti tex? I think I think he wants people to convince him into tex, or is, maybe is tex a trap? Are people or are people stupid? Question mark. I think he's indifferent, bomber. He's a fence sitter. I think I think yeah, I think saying, he's, he's, it might be me. I it's think he's implying count. that are people stupid for picking text? Like, what the fuck are they doing? Well, he's asked two questions here, and if, if he's that's not passing judgment bombs, he's just asking for your well, opinion. Brett, I'll just let him know something. Fucking old man, pepperoni there. I'll tell you this: you're it, it's probably fitting that your name's fucking pepperoni because there's that much fucking fat clogging your arteries to give you some sort of fucking intelligence to fucking communicate some sort of intelligent message to us if you are not considering the text then you are by all means a fucking double pepperoni your brain is that fucking clogged of all the fucking fat and shit that you're fucking talking the texan is here to stay <laughs> i've just got two I might, have, to I, might have, I might have a double pepperoni artery clogged brain but i didn't pick patrick Cruz at the side <laughs> Brett, you rock up to a podcast for 40 seconds and Bons is the angriest he's been all fucking year. I told you, Corey. I told you it's going it's to come now because we can start to do trades and oh, now the real dumb things start flying in. Secondly, you probably thought I was going to be on the other end. You probably thought I was going to crucify anyone that was going to pick Texan. But I'll tell you now, Corey, um, the one thing I love about the Texan is, is actually his name because, you know, one of my favorite things to eat on the earth. He's obviously a Texas brisket, Corey. And uh, by all means, if you think I'm not going to ride the wave of these juicy, succulent fucking brisket boy there, the old mate Texan, woof, Corey, you got something else coming. New nickname for the Texan. I'll just call it the, the brisket. Brisket walker. Way, brisket walker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and more importantly, Bob, she lose a little bit of weight and just think you can start calling everyone fat. Yeah, that's not on. Not well, he called himself pepperoni. <laughs> Um, is trading Herb is trading Danaher to Impy a good move no should he trade Jally to someone like Brayshaw no yeah neither fucking hell they're they're reactive moves Herb that's what's called a reactive move you need to come have a chat uh, in the Patreon Um, Jada wants to know thoughts on Butters is he a real deal or a trap I'll wait six weeks you'll wait six weeks can't tell yet I'll I'll wait eight weeks Frog up who is the worst bloke in the world and why is it fucking David Teague if Cripps is injured going to round right now, how about you don't play the fucker? I, I Leon, agree with Leon Cameron's more. the worst bloke in the world. Yeah, that's a whole thing. Uh, Dazza, hey boys, because Cripps is a poor man's bonded pally and they reckon he's injured and not just shit, if I was to trade him, who is better pick, Short or Ridley? This is Ridley. a good one. Oh, Ridley. And oh, both are great. I think Ridley too. Short's made his game. Is, so. is Ridley probably the fourth highest averaging player? Ridley's a fucking gun. He, what's he averaging, like 125 or something? 130 and a half. He's gone 136 and 127. Yeah, 126. Or 126. Was, yeah. Uh, uh, he signs that off with uh, Cheers, Alco, and Bombs, you sexy, sexy human, Bombers, lol. <laughs> and Alco, I think he must be talking to Brett. He must have just missed me out of this one. Ridley's fifth. Fifth highest averaging. Well... Yeah. He good. Uh, we watch out. Who would you drop to bring in Jordan? Heppel, Dow, A. Scott, Fife, Fulton. Heppel. A. Scott, Fife. Is is Fife the Gold Coast Fife? No, I'd assume it's couldn't be. Fullerton's got to fuck off, actually, from all that. Well, he, he could actually play again now. Nah, 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 nah. Because you know what? If Heppel, <coughs> if Heppel doesn't play, you've kind of got a loophole option for the weekend, which I'd rate ahead of Fulton. Fulton's a fucking spud. He shit has. 
That's my Warner trade. Um, and who would you drop for text this week? And yeah, who would you drop? Oh, and who would you drop for text to make hundred k or so? Jeez, fucking hell, you got a lot of support, Bobs. Oh, I don't blame them. I was surprised that you guys weren't more. Are you not alarmed test? that with the almost the brain capacity with some of the, you know the patrons that you're on the same level as them? No, you, I just think you normally think call them and poops and numbskulls. And well, I think what's happened, Corey, is the exact opposite of that. Fat brain. I haven't. Oh, well, I haven't degenerated myself to their level. They have, you know, increased their capacity to get towards my level. And that's why they're starting to ask some intelligent questions. Just to top it off, Froffy41, he's like, I'm a Crow supporter. And just letting you know, he will let you down hard. <laughs> Froffy, yeah. you're the guy. You know, if, he's, if he scores back-to-back 60s in the next two weeks, I'm probably still making 150 grand. I don't see how I lose out from doing this. I don't think you're making 150 grand. Do you want you've got a guy called Brisket in your form. <laughs> That's a loss. Hey, mate, you know how much a brisket is per kilo there, Brett? <laughs> I can take you down to Costco. You get it for about thirteen ninety nine a kilo, and this man's about 105. So you can just fucking chalk that down. If he scores 60 this week, what's he raising? 80K? Probably. Yeah, then probably yeah. 30 or 40 if he scores 60 the week after. He's getting to 450. There's no doubt about that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Look, he's probably get to 500. If he scores 60, he's still averaging 110 over three weeks. And so I'd probably, at that point, still have a top three forward. That's the worst right. part is, if I fucking somehow end up with Tex Walker in my team this week, <laughs> and this and this fuckhead drops anything under fucking 80, I'm going to fucking... You pick Dom Tyson, but are not willing to move Dom Tyson to Tex Walker right now. Well, one, I can't afford that. I actually I had a split to... second to stand where I've actually considered Tex Walker and it's starting to worry me a bit. Nah, I did too and then Bob sucked up his him. mouth again. I was just like, yeah, no. Please end up with him, please. It's going to be so funny because it's the best part is it's going to lose him at our league game. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's probably going to lose him multiple league games. Who's it for, now, though? Who's it for? I'm, I'm trading fucking Scott from Bulldogs to Walker. Yeah, bro. But you're not fielding Scott. If you're picking up Walker, you're like yeah. that confident you have to field him. Yeah, yeah. Scott's And then when he's dropping the 30s. Okay, okay. Hypothetically, Walker doesn't come into my team this week. The other person on my field who wouldn't be Tex Walker would be Tom Powell. So this week it's Tom Powell versus Tex Walker. Yeah, Tom How Powell. How the fuck am I losing that? Yeah, no, Walker kills him. Nah, Tom Powell dominates him. Oh, fuck me, dead. Tom Powell's average is 64. Tex and Walker's, Walker's is 144. But Tex Walker's <laughs> over the next 13 weeks is going to be 38. <laughs> You know what? The rationale behind it is is actually... When was... Alright, I'll give you some advice. When was the last time Tom Powers averaged 64? Well, he's never played before, so we can only go off this season data. When was the last time that Tex Walker's ever averaged 140? This year? No, well, he can't go off this year because he's got other data. Fuck it. Well, then Tom Powers never averaged 64 either. Well, then he averages infinity. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. I like it. I actually like the Tex pick. I'm just not going to do it. Brett, I'm glad, I'm the glad someone's right. The finest cunt here, I just never show the fucking balls. Balls out, Brad. My balls are fucking out. I'm getting impy, though. That's Tell you what, that oh, Flint... And you know what? You can get impy, because then if your balls are out, they'll be fucking limpy. Flint Meeks looks pretty good sense. at the moment, too. So All limpy. They're not hard fucking, Brett. I mean, at least if you're having a juicy fucking fat Texas brisket uh, fucking, Brett, your dick will just be rock hard. Bob, how come I'm not hearing more about Dougal Howard from you? You fucked up last year, and you didn't jump on Ridley when it was early days, and... He was, you know, the man, and then you tried to claim it late. You got a bloke who's doing very, very similar things to him last year at a very, very similar price, 
and you're just not getting up and about it already? No, no, no. no well, him, I'll wait and see. Because you know what the difference is? The defender options at the moment, oh, like I'm, I'm just set because I've got four primos, Jordan Clark. Where am I going to fucking fit in a $355,000 player? That's just not going to happen. Well, you could swing Clark into your midfield, move, not get Tex Walker and bring in Dougal Howard down back. That's just fucking stupidity, Corey. If you ask me who do I want, Tex <laughs> if, you, if you're telling me who do I want, Tex Walker or Dougal Howard, I'll take Tex Walker. Fuck, you want to go head to head? Who scores more this week? Well, no, Dougal Howard. Bring in Texas Walker. Who, well, Texas Walker. Who, who Saints got this week? Nah, actually, they got Essendon. As Essendon aren't going to get the ball over half. Essendon aren't going to kick behind for him to have fucking 14 kick <laughs> Fuck me! They're actually gonna get smashed this week. That's so. I'm so sad. <laughs> um. Fuck anyone that's running Flynn and Meek. I myself. That's fucking. That's some good cash gain at the moment. It certainly is. But actually, surprised no one's asked because it was a question someone asked me the other night. If if um Hunter goes out, do they sideways ways to Meek? Yeah, they should be. They, I mean, they shouldn't have started Hunter over Meek. Yeah, well, that's what I said the other day, but yeah, almost everyone I spoke to had Hunter over Meek. Yeah, um, stupidity is, is what would have done that. But interesting what happens, because Tracy's eligible for selection. Fife went down. And he kicked do they seven. Play three, yeah, do they play all three rucks now? Because, well, ruck eligible players, because Tracy comes into the team, obviously. Um, Meek's in there, and Darcy played on the weekend as well, didn't he? So mm, I, I think Tracy will get a little bit more of a run in the Magoos, to be honest. Hopefully, because I want some of these guys yeah. to ride. I just think, you watched the Freo game on the weekend? Uh, no. The, uh, the one-two combo with Meek-Darcy was actually fucking awesome. Yeah, good. Yeah. You know what? Um, thank God the, you know... Supercoach was restored in terms of the Gaundy combination there with, you know, 135 and 137 between happen. the pair. That happens all the time. That was great. Yeah. Um, can you captain Gordon this week? Nope. Brett? No. Fuck, well, I've got my captain on him, so you can all eat it. <laughs> I'll be vice-captain in text, though. I've actually got the vice-captain on him. Oh, yeah, my yeah. gosh. This guy's so dumb. <laughs> How is that dumb? <laughs> Hell, I can't yeah, wait. I can't deal with the dumb shit. And he's gonna—oh my god—he's gonna have to do what I done about Dom Tyson. He's gonna have to come apologise in three weeks. <laughs> There's no point. Yes, he is the juicy Texas brisket, mate. There's the no way. He's had one touch from You know what I'm feeling? You know what I'm really feeling? Text little uh, cheeky hammy in the warm up. Oh, <laughs> Brett. Doesn't make a dollar. <laughs> well, that's all right. We'll just field Tom Powell then. It's fine. We'll make a dollar next week. Is Bokey the real deal? Huge. No. No. It's a bit harsh. No, 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 no. He's going to get rested back into the year. They'll win 15 games quick. And you're watching the final. Your opponent will have him. He'll get dropped. You'll be loving life. And you'll remember round three when Breda said it. <laughs> Is that all they're going to remember? Yeah, everyone remembers what I say. Um, anything else that we haven't spoken about? That was kind of why I wanted to go to questions because I gathered we'd talk about most of this week. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, you're not feeling anyone else. No one else you've had a look at. No one else you're worried about. Anyone that you're looking at long term? You know, a couple of bookmarks. Anyone you bookmark yet? Texas, and he's he's in my team. I it's can't like, wait to get a fucking... And you know what, like Corey? If I can address the patrons out there... Now, we know Frogger's good at a meme. Frogger, if you could do something with the Texan 
and just him and a brisket, that would be that would go down fucking swell. <laughs> it would need to be tender. It would need to be juicy. And you know what? If his mustache was on there, I wouldn't complain about hair on my food for the first time ever. You know Frogger's going to spend 15 hours putting the meme together. That's why, why I addressed him specifically, Corey. <laughs> there is none better. There is none better. Uh, vice Captain and Captain, uh, Bob's? Well, I've already told you Vice Captain Tex Walker. Um, but I don't know who my donut's going to be to actually take his 174 that he will score this week. Um, now, one player is the only player I would consider um, captain in this week, Jackson McRae. The fact that he's got North Melbourne, the fact that he's at Marvel Stadium, the fact that he's gone, you know, 120-plus in his first two weeks, it's just safe, it's secure, it makes me comfortable. And I think we need that when we don't have, I'm speaking for myself here, when I don't have a VC option to kind of take. Yep, don't mind it. Bretta? Grundy versus an injured McInerney and Fullerton. That's such an easy VC. Wonder if the Mac's going to play. Yeah, I don't think he will. Yeah. He had issues. Well, he was Put subbed off, on the, wasn't he? Yeah. He was subbed Cheeky off. Cheeky tactical and he medical sub. First, oh, well, I'll tell you now. I did, get a, I did get a text that night from Bob Oh, we're in the chat. It was to the group chat, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If Dude, that wasn't good. fucking just... Oh, anyway. Yeah, Blake, Grundy Blake into cheating, Bob. Fucking... And you know what? Fuck you, Brisbane. I mean, I mean, can we call out Bonds the fucking hero who said this team wasn't even top eight material, let alone top four? Yep. Two rounds in, bro. They're still making the four. They just ignore him. They're still making the four. He's fucking spread. get a load He's of this, spread. bro. He's just reactive. He just bites. Collingwood's about to fucking pummel them this week. Ah, we get beat. How can you get beat when you just knocked off the preliminary finalists of the year, Carlton? <laughs> nah, fair income. Carlton dollar forty-five to beat Freo. And they should yeah, be a dollar. They should be a dollar three. Brisbane are two dollar two favourites to beat Collingwood. Hey, you remember that bet we had last? You remember the bet last year from uh, Poker Corey, with um with old mate uh, D's and uh, and Yev. Which one? Well, had, we had Carlton versus Frio. Remember last year? Oh and yeah. Stopped it after the siren and pocketed yeah. me hundred bucks off him. Oh, actually, I might reach out to them and see if they want another slice this week. <laughs> Give them three to one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And for me, mine was Grundy. I think Grundy's going to be a fucking gun against Brisbane. Um, and if Collingwood need, a, if Collingwood are any chance, he needs to have an absolute flyer again. But uh, I don't have Grundy at the moment. I'm running the marvelous Fleek and Fleek. That's what I should want to call it, Fleek. On Fleek. Make it yeah, right there. Just Fleek. Um, I'll probably go. I'll probably go Golden. Just because he's an absolute gun. There's a zero fucking chance. Corey. Maybe into Texas Tigs. No, no, no. Mine will be McRae into fucking hell. I don't even think I'll need to look at a captain on it, obviously, because McRae's going to dominate. But um, Who have I, you got that you can loophole? Who's your donut? Dangerfield. Ah, okay. Yep. Who's your donut, Brett? Dangerfield. Fuck, yeah. Good hold then. Okay. I'm the only dickhead that doesn't have a donut. Yeah. Man, honestly, the five, that <laughs> five. <laughs> very, very good. We'll get something this week. We'll get something this week. Yes, that's what I like. Um, trades? Bumps. Yeah, well, Neil to Dunkley, and it's likely going to be Scott to Tex. If it's not Scott, it'll be Paddy Dow, probably. Redder? 
Uh, Neil to Dusty and one of my dad forwards to Impy. Yep, I don't know what I'm doing yet with Neil, but it's most likely going to be Dustin Martin as well. Um, that's even if I do trade Neil. Fuck, not me. I'll probably hold him. Um, and fuck off. Oh, Chad Warner in. Whether it's Fullerton or someone, Chad Warner is coming in because that's one that I really did fuck up. And well, Fullerton's break even. Uh, yeah, still negative. Yeah, 35. I think. I uh, don't negative, still low, but he three. Well, his yeah. break even's three and his price watch at 128. It, watch McInerney not play and Fullerton's prime. If McInerney comes out, I'm, I'm holding Fullerton. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Who's Brisbane's backup rock? It's pitched down over, hasn't it? <laughs> no, nah, they it's got Fullerton. The, the, the other bloke's name, fucking Archie. Um, yeah, Archie yeah. Smith, that's the one. Is he alive? I don't even know. I don't even know that they bought four more players down. I think, and I don't even know if he was one of them. No, so, he wasn't. No, I he think, wasn't. Fullerton, Fullerton's got to play. I think they're just backing Omac to go in, go full to Danaher at worst. That's dangerous having Danaher in the rock. I mean, we spoke about that in the preseason. I, I honestly, they've done it a couple of times. And every time it happens, I'm just like, what the fuck are they doing? Bro, was Danaher even injured at Essendon? Did. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it actually, actually, did Shield with Shield injured? You reckon you reckon they've all had enough? Like, you oh, you I reckon Caldwell and Shield out? Um, and obviously, I mean, I know Heppel hasn't been around for a little while, but you you reckon this is um, going to draw some more attention to merit and or his ability to accumulate the football now as well within the contest? It's a very good question. Not yeah. something I considered, but yeah. Yeah, well, you you know I, he'll I'm you know he'll go get it. With him at the moment, Merrick, you know he'll get it. It's just what the dickheads who he gives it to do with it. Well, because Shield, I know he's got a lot of pace in that, but he, he did get a lot of contested football, and that's virtually all Caldwell got in the first couple of weeks um, here. They can probably move Parrish and maybe McGrath does it, but I just feel like Merritt was often the first disposal. Like so, you know, Ruckman hits it down. There's the first touch, and then Merritt was the next one. Yeah, and I, yeah, I Merritt just, or McGrath. I the other thing is, I think Parrish has stood up and played all right, too. Yeah, and I yeah. think he hasn't been playing as much mid as, as potentially he could be. Maybe Devin Smith goes in there now yeah. and plays a bit more of a role. I think but... they'll be all right. I think, I mean, how how good was Caldwell, really? What Like, how much do you offer? And He's still got it 20-plus times a between game. Between us, she'll shit. Yeah, but they'll, they'll have players that can go do that. Someone yeah, will do it. That's what I'm just Dylan Clark to will probably come back. In. I, I, I think he'll be all right. Okay. I'm glad I sorted that for you. I wouldn't be bringing in merit if, if people were considering bringing in merit. I'd wa- I'd just wait. Um, probably, well, given his break even, it's probably fucking pretty high as well. To be honest, 168. So you wouldn't be bringing him in this week, but I'd certainly be waiting just to see if it has to be. Of I think it has to be Oliver well. McRae, Titch, whatever order you can afford them. Yep, yeah, dusty. And, and then if it falls short, well, you, you're assuming, or well, probably assuming that a lot have Dusty Dunkley already. If you don't have both, you go get the other one because I think yep. that was a lot of people's Dangerfield trade. Um, so Oliver McRae, Dusty, uh, Dusty Dunkley, um, Titch, and then Bont. I think. What are you guys doing, Mazibel? Because he's not playing this week. <laughs> Isn't he? Uh, he's got ankle. Shut your mouth. <laughs> what? Yeah. Shut your fucking mouth, Brett. All right, have a look. Brett, <laughs> jump on, jump on the old Twitter search mouth. engine. I'll send you a link on fire. Hey, well, if he's out, it's good. I, can, I can field Tom Powell over him. That's no worries because Corey was having a go at me for not fielding Tom Powell or Sam Berry or 
you know, Brockman, but I'd, I'd feel one of Powerberry or Brockman. I've got a lot of depth in my team. Am I the only one that doesn't have Brockman? Yeah. Fuck. Well, you know, you know my story behind getting Brockman was I was $100 short of Bergman, and That's it worked right. out all right, I yeah. think. Nice. Yeah, all right, anything else? Nope. No, um, that's oh, it. Beautiful. All right, Alanis, on behalf of Bob's, myself, Bretta, and the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites, peace out, community, and thank you for listening.